Welcome to the Redeem Evangelical Mission Tram Atlanta. This is a place where we gather together in quality praise and worship of the true and living God. Equipped with the world of God for growth and fellowship with one another. God bless you as you listen to this message. I will do it. So the ball is on our court to ask. You understand what I'm saying? If you can ask it, I will do it. You can ask for anything in my name. In a nutshell, he has given us a blank check. Praise the Lord. He has given us a blank check. The team says, Tomorrow, about this time, a change has taken place. Transformation has taken place. An end come to every siege and scarcity. A change about this, a tomorrow, about this time, there is abundance. But are you willing to ask for it? Are you looking at the surrounding of what is happening? How naturally it is not possible. You can ask for anything in my name. And I will do it so that the son can bring glory to the father. So when we ask, this blank check that we'll be giving, we would receive it and act upon it. It brings glory to the father. Hallelujah. Daddy was talking this morning that we are created to bring pleasure and glory to God. Created to give him pleasure. Created to bring glory to him. Praise God. So when we ask, we bring glory to God. It means don't limit God. Praise God. Don't limit him. Take the limit off from him. It is not your responsibility. It is not your job to do it. Our job is to ask for it. His responsibility and job is to do it. Just as he told us in Mark chapter 16. He said, this sign shall follow them that believe in my name. If you believe in his name. You will cast a devil. That's number one thing. Just say, devil, go. He is one that will drive the devil out. They will lay hand on the sick and the sick shall recover. Our job is to lay the hand. The recovering is by him. It's not our responsibility to do the recovering. It's not our responsibility to heal the sick. It's not our responsibility to drive the devil out. We just say what he asks us to say. And he will do what he says he will do. Glory to God. You can ask for anything in my name. And I will do it. So that the son can bring glory to the father. Yes. Ask me for anything in my name and I will do it. 
You see, it's affirming and confirming over and over again what he said before. He said, I have spoken. The Bible says, once have God spoken and twice have I heard that power belongs to God. Now he's saying, I said it. In case you didn't understand what I am saying. In case you don't know or understand. In case you didn't hear it clearly. He said, yes. I mean, you are permitted to ask anything. He said, you can ask for anything in my name. I will do it. And the Father will, bring, will be glorified. It will bring glory to God. He said, yes. Ask for, ask me for anything. He didn't say, ask the Archbishop. Ask the Pope. Ask the president of your company or your CEO. Ask the governor or the president of the United States. He didn't even say, ask your pastor. Right? He said, ask me for anything. Who is in me there? Jesus. Jesus. Is the object we are talking about. Jesus. He is the one that does it. He is the fixer. He is the doer. He is the one that handles it all. Jesus. Remember he upholds all things. With the words of his power. Through him. All things come into existence. Without him. There is nothing that was created. That was created. Praise God. If he is the one that created everything and all things came into existence by him and he upholds all things with the words of his power, what is that you want to ask that he cannot do? He asked Jeremiah. In Jeremiah, he said, Jeremiah, Jerry, I am the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? Is there anything too difficult for me? Jerry said, ah. Ah, Lord God, thou art the creator of heaven and earth. Absolutely, there is nothing that is difficult for you or hard for you to do. In this season, we must determine in our heart to ask we must open our mouth. Before you can ask, you have to open your mouth to speak, right? You must open our mouth to talk, to ask, to talk to him. That was talking about the importance of prayer today. We must, this season, I told us in the beginning of this fast, that there is grace that is released upon the ministry. That can handle and deal with anything. What you alone cannot do. The grace that is upon this ministry. This is will dissolve any problem. Any issue. And that's why you have to go to God. If you are fasting without praying. You are, you are doing starvation. Or hunger strike. So prayer is very important. He said ask me. For anything. Let's go to the team.
the test of the fast. Ask for anything. Second Kings chapter 7 from verse number 1. Second Kings chapter 7. You notice that the preceding chapter, chapter 6 of Second Kings, you notice the hardship that the children of God were suffering. The Bible says the Syrian they besiege Samaria. No one comes in, no one goes out. Nothing was moving. It was too bad to the extent that mothers were eating their own children. That was how bad it was. But look at it. In the midst of this hardship. For them to experience the change. They experience within 24 hours. The man of God have to say something. Man of God have to make declaration. The man of God did not look at what was happening around. Before he made declaration. But the king looked at what is happening around when the one of the women cried to him and they said, O king, help. What did it, was the response of the king? If God could not help you, how can I help you? You see the difference between the king and the man of God. The man of God opened his mouth and made he did not look at the circumstance. What is the lesson? Take your eyes away from your circumstances. Take your eyes away from your surroundings. Take your eyes away from what is happening now. What is happening to you? The economy of the country. Right now, they are saying that there is inflation everywhere. Gas, everybody is talking about gas price. Let me tell you, America is not living in a bubble or in isolation. The world is a global village. You know what I'm saying? The world is a global village. Thank God that we are in America. Other economies are crashing. Almighty pounds has not crashed before the dollar. You know what I'm saying? So, people should not be living on the edge, be under pressure. You should take your eyes away from what is happening around, from the economy. From your circumstances. From your surroundings. The king said. God could not help you. How can I help you? The man of God. Look at the circumstances. Second king chapters. 7 from verse number 1. Look at what he said. Second king chapter 7. From verse number 1. Give me new living translation please. Second Kings chapter 7. 
Um, new, new, new King James Version, I beg your pardon. The Elijah's, Elisha said, hear the word of the Lord. Hear the word of the Lord. Here in this country, in this nation, as Wall Street is tumbling every day, the Wall Street is tumbling. The price of commodities, groceries are tumbling, are, I know, are skyrocketing. You know, the f- price were, are bouncing every day. Bouncing, leaping up, 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 up every day. <laughs> Two days ago, a young man, I think from Gwinnett or so, went to the grocery store <laughs> and bought. They were showing, he was showing the, the, the receipt, about $200. He went to buy some stuff to store because of, they said inflation. I said, how long will this last <laughs> Praise God. And because OPEC plus have caught crude, some people had already failing. Because you are being moved and controlled by your environment. By what is happening. He said hear the word of the Lord. What we keep you saying. Is what. What you do with God's word. In these days. Of uncertainty. Only the word of God. Is the answer. Only the word of God is the solution. The man of God did not say, speak concerning what is happening. He said, hear the word of the Lord. He opened his mouth and said, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord tomorrow about this time. Here you have been experiencing scarcity. It has been tough. This siege have made them let make life miserable for everybody. He cleared the truth. He said, You have experienced the siege. The enemy have terrorized you. But I come to you. Hear the word of the Lord. So tomorrow, about this time, your change comes. Everything is going to turn around for your good. Everything is turning around for your good. That's what he's saying. You're so far enough. Your spirit hardship. Captivated by fear. Terrorized by the enemy. You say, hear the word of the Lord. By this time tomorrow, everything will change for good. And I speak to everyone under the sound of my voice. By this time tomorrow, things will change for good in your life. Things will change for good in your families. Things will change for good in the name of Jesus. Supernaturally, 
it will change for good 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 not by power not by might but by my spirit says the lord not by human efforts not by your expertise change for good change for good change for good change for good in the name of jesus and the fear and the terror you will look for it and you'll find them no more the fear the terror you will look for it and you find them no more the headache you will look for it and you find them no more by this time tomorrow hear the word of the lord you don't look at what you see because if you can see it it is temporary if you can see it it has aspiring date if you can see it we look at what you don't see for what you don't see is eternal what is that that is eternal that is permanent the word of the lord the promises of god you hold on to his promises Hold on to the word of God. Because his word never fails. His word never disappoints. His word never changes. Hear the word of the Lord. By this time. Tomorrow about this time. See a fine flower shall be sold for a shekel. And two seers of barley for a shekel. At the gate of Samaria. This is in the same place. Where they were buying the, the, the pool of, of dove. The pool of dove. Can you imagine that? The same place where they were eating their children. He said there will be abundance. A change for good comes to us. But this time tomorrow. Tomorrow about this time. The difficulty is erased. The difficulty is over. The impossibilities are over. That sickness is gone. In the name of Jesus. All we need is to latch on to God's word. You want to be sane. You want to survive. You want to live. In this day and hour we are living. You must hold on to God's word. You must be ruled. You must be governed. You must be controlled by God's word. If you rely on your expertise, I'm sorry for you. Hear the world. Verse 2. Hear the world. Hear the world. Hear the world. Verse 2. What did he say? So an officer of whose hand the king learned his answer, the man of God has said, look, if the Lord will make windows in heaven, could this thing be? Look at it. Because this man is an expert in his feet. He is looking at the economical um, forecast and everything that's happening. Just as they are telling us today. Every day. Because, that, because it's all the focus and, uh, and, and the predictions that is making people's high blood 
pressure to be rising every day. It's an economic forecast, an economic prediction. So, the man said, if God, the Lord would make windows in heaven, could this thing be? How is it going to be possible? You look at it. See what is on the ground. See the fact on ground. How can you tell me that by tomorrow by this time, within 24 hours, that there's going to be a, a, a radical, dramatic change? God is not a man. God is the one that controls time and season. He is a creator of all things. You can't put him in your bubble. You can't put him in your box. And he said, in fact, you shall see it with your eyes, but you shall not eat of it. That's what the man of God said to him. That's the worst place to be in. That is not for you. I don't pray that for my enemy. In this season, we will see it, we will embrace it, we will eat it, we will enjoy it. In the name of Jesus. We will see it, we will embrace it, we will eat it, we will enjoy it. We will see it, we will embrace it, we will eat it, we will enjoy it. We will see it, we will embrace it, we will eat it and enjoy it. It shall be seen in our lives. In the name of Jesus. Elisha opened his mouth and spoke the solution. Elisha did not join the king to speak the problem. The Lord sent me to tell us this morning, declare thou that thou mayest be justified. What do you want? Speak the solution. Speak the answer. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. And they that eat thereof, that's what? They that eat. When you speak it, you will eat it. Can you give it to me? Proverbs chapter 18, verse 20 and 22, 21. Proverbs 18, 20 and 21. A man's stomach shall be satisfied from the fruit of his mouth. From the produce of his lips he shall be filled. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit thereof. My dad, Bishop Mark, always said that a closed mouth is a closed destiny. Our deliverance, our destiny, our healing, our breakthrough is in our mouth. Our deliverance, our destiny, our healing, our promotion, our breakthrough is in our mouth. 
If you don't open your mouth, nothing will happen. And when you open your mouth, you don't speak your problem. You don't speak what is happening. You speak what you want. What thus says the Lord. You speak the word. You speak the solution. You speak the answer. Praise God. That is why it says, A man's stomach shall be satisfied from the fruit of his mouth. You want your stomach to be satisfied? Speak positively. Speak the word. Cause your tongue to be one with the word of God. Not giving your tongue to your problem. If you give your tongue to your problem, you will be ruled and swallowed by your problem. But if you give your tongue to the word of God, you will rule over and reign over your problem. The Bible says, root down in the midst of your enemies. That problem is an enemy. It's not a friend. Praise God. You have to open your mouth. Elisha opened his mouth and declared solution. Elisha did not join the king to speak, to speak the problem. You want to experience the change, the positive change. Tomorrow, about this time, you have to speak the solution. Speak the solution. Speak the solution. Another thing you must do, then after that we will pray. Go back to that. Second Kings chapter 7. Second Kings chapter 7. From verse number 4. Let's read from verse 3. From verse 3, please. Now there were four lepers, leprous men at the entrance of the gate. And they said to one another, why are we sitting here until we die? Remember, in the inside the city, Samaria, death was everywhere, right? So these leprous men were outside because culture and tradition ruled them out, locked them out because these are nobody, in quote. They are not recognize. They don't have what it takes to be in the city. Because religion say they are outcasts. You know what I'm saying? Man say they are outcasts. But look at what happened. Verse 3. Now there were four leprous men at the entrance of the gate. And they said to one another, why are we sitting here until we die? For if we say we will, if we say we will enter the city, the famine is in the city. And we shall die there. Because death is ruling in the family, in the, in the city. And if we sit here, we will die also. Go into the city where the death is ruling by the famine and siege. We will die there. Sit here at the gate. We will die. So what would we do? Now therefore, 
come, let us surrender to the army of the Syrians. Let's fall on the enemy. Let's advance. We have to move from where we are. We have to lift our environment and go to the unknown. Praise God. Let's fall. Let us fall. Therefore, come, let us surrender to the army of the Syrians. If they keep us alive, we shall live. And if they kill us, we shall die. Let's move. Let's make a move from where we are. Move from the known to the unknown. Leave your comfort zone. Five, please. And they rose at twilight to go to the camp of the Syrians. When they had come to the outskirts of the Syrian camp, to their surprise, no one was there. Six. For the Lord had caused the army of the Syrians to hear the noise of chariots. Hey, God will cause our enemy to hear noise. Lambra Zindaya that who shall terrorize you all this year will be terrorized in the name of Jesus. God caused the army of the Syrians to hear the noise of chariots and the noise of horses, the noise of a great army. So they said to one another, Look, the king of Israel has hired against us the kings of the Hittites. And the kings of the Egyptians to attack us. Seven. Therefore they arose and fled at twilight and left the camp intact. Their tents, their horses, and their donkeys. And they fled for their life. The enemy will run from, for their lives in the name of Jesus. Now look at what happened. These are four leprous men. Lepers, the outcasts, the one that the society said they don't belong, the one that man said they don't belong, the one that religion said they don't belong. Eight. And when these lepers came to the outskirts of the camp, they went into one tent and ate and drank and carried from his silver and gold and clothing and went and hid them. Then they came back and entered another tent and carried some from there also and went and hid it. Lo and behold, this army of Syria that have besieged Samaria for, for years was vacated by four lepers. God sent me to tell you, number one, open your mouth and declare what you want. Number two, forget about what you know. Forget about what you know. Because many of us, we use our natural barometer to judge who is qualified. Who can God use? God uses 
whoever he wants. Whatever he wants. Those that don't look like it, dearly beloved, God sent me to tell you we are in the days of the unlikelies. We are in the days of what? The unlikelies. He uses the unlikelies. He uses the, the unqualified. Tomorrow about this time, it's not going to be by the experts or expatriates that you know. Those that look like it, those that qualify. It's going to come in a way that you have never known before. That In a way that you least expected. So, you must take your mind away from the way. Praise God. And let him be God. Praise God. You are not, you are not the God. He is God. You are not. According to my dad. He is God. You are not. Let him be God. Let him do what he knows how to do best. He can use anyone. Look at God used lepers for where the army of Samaria failed, where all the 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 the, 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 the great men of Samaria failed, where the king of Samaria failed, God used the unluckiest, the lepers. The Bible says God caused the enemy to hear a sound. God amplified. You see, I preach this some time ago. It's because lepers, they, because they are outcasts, they have a cloth they wear. And each cloth, each leper has bell tied around them. As they move, the bell will be ringing for people to run away. That unclean is coming. Unclean. Every tag of the enemy over your life, I erase it with the blood of Jesus. Every tag over this church, over our lives, I erase with the blood of Jesus. In the name of Jesus Christ. The, the bell will be ringing as they go. So people will be running away from them. Whatever that makes people to run away from you is Terminated today by the blood of Jesus. Favor of God. And God's fragrance is released upon your life. Upon your destiny. Upon this house. Upon this church. In the name of Jesus. The favor of God and God's fragrance. Attract people to you. Help us of destiny. Dream interpreters. Vision helpers. Attract to you. Attract to this work in the name of Jesus. So, what did God do? do, do? God amplified the bell of the lepers. He amplified the bell as a walk. He amplified it to the ears of the enemy. Ah, the enemy is in trouble in our lives. That which should have held you bound all this year. His end has come. That is why he said, by this tomorrow, about this time, it changed. It has turned for our good. It's turned turn for good. It's turned for good. It's turned for good. It's turned for good. Supernaturally, in the name of Jesus. Amplify. 
the sound. God used what man called an outcast. What man demeaned. You understand what I'm saying? God used it to deliver a whole nation. Dearly beloved, many a times we have our calculation how it's going to happen. And that's why you are where you are. We have to open up, Holy Ghost, open us up to this new move of yours to ride with you, to ride on your cocktail, to ride on your wing in the name of Jesus. Open us up to flow with you because he's going to use the unlikeliest people that don't look like it. Where you least expected. That is where God is going to come from. In the name of Jesus. All we need is a total turnaround for good. How you do it is his business. Remember what started? He said, ask me. Yes, you can ask me anything. He is the doer. We are not the doer. We are the receiver. He is a doer. We are the receiver. He is a doer. We are the receiver. Before we can receive, we, can, we must allow the doer to do his work. We must allow the doer to do his job. Praise God. He amplified. That's what man call as a reproach. You know what I'm saying? That's what man call as what? Reproach. God amplified it and it terrorized the enemy. All enemies are terrorized in the mighty name of Jesus. And they run. The next thing is this. Go to verse 9, please. Then we will pause. Go to verse 9. Then they said to one another, We are not doing right. This day is a day of good news. And we remain silent. If we wait until morning light, some punishment will come upon us. Now therefore come, let us go and tell the king's household. Can you give me this 9, verse 9? In a New Living Translation. Finally they said to each other. This is not right. Somebody said this is not right. The problem of the church today. Is that we are consumed. With what is not right. We are enjoying. Salvation. Redemption. We enjoy the emotional hype in the church. We will sing a shout. We are satisfied. We don't care for what is happening around us. We don't care for our neighbors. We don't care for our friends. We don't even care for our family members that are not saved. They said this is a day of good news. 
This is a day of good news. We ain't sharing it with anyone. We are not sharing the good news with anyone. The gospel is good news. The gospel is good news. But people come to church day, Sunday, after Sunday, but they don't share the good news. The leper said, this is not good. This is not right. But how many people in the church today have this conscience? How many the lepers have this conscience? And they know that good news is to be shared to all. They knew that the nation Samaria had been suffering. They knew that the enemy had held the nation hostage. And deliverance has come that they will not keep it to themselves. Many are in church today. They are keeping this deliverance. They are keeping salvation. They are keeping the good news to all to themselves. They don't care about their neighbors. So long they come to church, they feel good. God is using the lepers to send good message to us today. You under the sound of my voice. You ain't doing right. Church! We are not doing right. Church! And now we must wake up and share the good news. Share the good news. Let them know Jesus has died for them. Let them know their sins have been forgiven. Let them know the price has been paid. Let them know that they didn't need to go to hell because Jesus has gone to hell for them. It's good news. You see, I always tell people that the hidden have never been a problem to God. You know what I'm saying? God knows how to fix and handle the hidden. But you know the problem God has always have are his people. His people. The church today, they are his problem. Because church, all the church want, bless me, bless me, bless me, bless me, bless me, bless me. He had dropped in a prayer of any believer. Ear drop on the prayer of that brother, that sister. All that person is praying is me, 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 mine. I hear me. Me, 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 mine. My wife, my daughter, my son, my husband, my job, my business, my career, my health, my money, right? You, have, you will not see or hear them say they are fasting for that brother, that their friend, that their colleague to be saved. Holy Ghost arrest that person. That their neighbor, that they are good. This neighbor is good, but it's not saved. You will never see a, a Christian take Push the meal away and say, let me fast for the salvation of this neighbor. 
Let me fast for the salvation of this community. I've been living in this community for how many years? I want everyone that is living in the community to be saved. Let me fast and pray for them. That is what we are here for. The leper says, this is not right. Tell somebody, this is not right. This is a day of good news. We end sharing it with anyone. God has done his own part. Jesus has already done his part. Jesus has died. Jesus has paid the price. Jesus has gone to hell. So that no one will go to hell. Every day. Thousands are dying. Without Jesus. They are going to hell. But many people in the church are not concerned. I always say that when we build you build a house 350 floors you build the highest skyscraper in the city there is no celebration there is no joy in heaven if you buy 250 Rolls Royce own all the real estate in Atlanta Florida, Tennessee, the whole southeast and northeast together. There is no celebration, there is no rejoicing in heaven. Is pastor against you prospering? No. Somebody say priority. Priority. We give joy to heaven. Remember, we say that that the Father might be glorified. Where we started, right? What bring glory to Him? What bring joy to God? His soul. Salvation. Jesus. Man, man that He died for. Save and return back to Him. He makes Him happy. There is joy in heaven when one soul is converted. And the Bible says, the person that turned people to righteousness is wise. And his star will be great. Shine in heaven. Dearly beloved, look at the message here that the lepers are telling us. Here, lepers is deflating selfishness. Many are in church. They are selfish and they are self-centered. They are deflating covetousness and greed. You understand what I'm saying? Because it's greed and selfishness that make us not to preach the gospel. Where I come from, the last word of a matriarch or a patriarch is very important. You understand what I'm saying? Just now as we are planning to go and bury my father-in-law. The last word that the Baba says is very important to the family. Jesus, before he left this earth, he said, go and preach the gospel 
all. Make disciples. Teaching them. Baptizing them. And Lord, I'm with you always. Dearly beloved, the lepers are calling us to order this morning. You want to make God happy? You want to bring honor to him? Preach. Somebody said, preach the gospel. The leper said, finally they said to each other, this is not right. This is a day of good news. And we ain't sharing it with anyone. If we wait until morning, some calamity will certainly fall upon us. Come now. The king's job, duty, demand what haste. Come now. Not tomorrow. Let's go back and tell the people at the palace. They broke all protocol. Every limitation placed on them was broken by God. Because naturally, lepers are not supposed to go to the king. As we yield to him, as we submit to him, every restriction will be destroyed. Every limitation will be destroyed. Whatever embargo placed by man will be destroyed. Will be removed. We will move in the power of the Holy Ghost. And nothing will stop us. Dearly beloved, let's rise up to our responsibility. Let me make God happy. Go tell. Tell somebody. Tell somebody about the love of God. Tell them. Today, everybody's living on edge. There's a lot of pressure. Many are suffering. Let's share that good news with them. This is the time. The darker the night, the brighter the light. And the Bible says, you are the light of the world. This is when the world needs the light. You are the light of the world. Light is always appreciated in the dark. You are the salt of the earth. There is a lot of decay all over the nations of the world. Rise up to your responsibility. Rise up, brother. Rise up, sister. Rise up, you, the redeemer of the Lord. Let the world know that Jesus died for them. Let them know that it's hope for them. In the midst of this confusion, of this fear all over the nations of the world, where men's hearts are failing, go share the good news to them. The leper said, this, this is a day of good news. Go share good news to them. Go share the good news. Talk to him, talk to him, talk to him. Ask him to help us to share the good news. Help me to share the good news. Help me to tell somebody. Help me, help me. Yes, the Lord sent me to you. You are not listening, hearing this message by accident. God wanted to hear this good news. Jesus died for you. Jesus loved you. Jesus paid the price. He has set you free. Why not receive him? He went to hell. So that you will not go to hell. He paid for your sin completely. Total payment have been made on your behalf. Don't waste the sacrifice of Jesus. Why not receive him now? I want to pray with you. All you need to do is to receive him. Yes, say this prayer with me. Lord Jesus, thank you. For paying the price for me. 
You died in my place. You, you, you shed your blood to set me free. Thank you for forgiving me of all my sins and washing them away with your blood. I receive you now as my Lord and my Savior. From this day forward, I will live for you. Help me to live this life for you, to honor you, and to glorify the Father. And help me to share the good news to all around me in the name of Jesus. That is it, my friend. If you have made this prayer with all your heart, welcome to the greatest family. You are now a child of God. You are now a member of God's family. Glory to God. Now, I want you to go to your app store. Go to your app store on your smartphone and on your tablet and download the Bible. The Bible is free. Make good friends with your Bible. And go to any Bible-believing church. Tell the pastor I sent you. Glory to God. And if you are here in Atlanta, Georgia, United States, I may bold to invite you to Trem God's Embassy's Manor. Zip code 30080. Our service days are Sunday morning, 10 a.m. Eastern. I look forward to seeing you. Remember, by this time tomorrow, it's turned for your good. It's turned for your good. It's turned for your good. Because Jesus has paid the price. He has paid it all. God bless you. Thank you for listening to another message. God's blessing be with you now and forever. For counseling, email trem at tremusa.org. Remain blessed.